0: hey everyone welcome to another episode of career retrospectives at one of our last ones of the year truthfully in the year 2022 i am joined by my good men kyle and mike what's going on guys
1: hey here's almost done yes so yeah. as
0: the title of this video or podcast or whatever the hell you want to call it it's gonna be a low-key night ladies and gentlemen tonight we're gonna to be doing our top five best albums of 2022 that we have listened to that came out this year and we are going to go around in a big um we're gonna five four three two and one and then we're going to have each one of us discuss our fifth or fourth and onward and so forth and uh yeah so this should be good i'm i'm excited to do this one tonight it should be a good one since we're so close to the end of the year truthfully um i will uh it's my i'm gonna go first right just wanna make sure
2: yeah sounds good
0: all righty cool 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 so my number five pick for as far as twenty twenty two went, as far as albums that got released goes, was I, this one was kind of surprised me, truthfully. Um, but I, when I heard they were p- releasing a new album, I was like, all right, you have my attention. I'm a big fan of the band, whatever, right? Um, but and it's an album we actually did not discuss on this show, but I, I said, you know, I listened to it the other day for the first time. I was like, wow, that's actually pretty good for what I heard um and that's journey's freedom uh journey released a new album in two, uh, this year 2022 and uh they, they were there they announced a tour for it for next year uh this album to me i mean you you still hear the same it's, it's basically like a, just a modern take on a lot of journey songs truthfully um i really liked it for what it was worth it was it, it beat that Def leopard uh diamond star halos mm. to bits which was that was a terrible album <laughs> oh my god all oh right but this one actually yeah, stay I tuned
2: always, for our five worst albums uh, yes that's uh, that next week can't no wait way. to do
0: that yeah oh my god next week's gonna be we're gonna roast the living hell out of a lot of stuff but uh, uh Jordy, Jordy. But...
2: No, No, joy I mean, that's not, not there. <laughs>
0: not that was last year right <laughs> um no but i was i'm i was, I, I was kind of taken back by how surprisingly good this was, given that their it's most recent the, their most recent release before this was 2011. So it literally been like 11 years between albums. And you think oh, the band might have petered off a little bit, but I, I actually, I thought Arnell's vocals, their lead vocals are now I thought his vocals were actually pretty good for this. Um, He's like 54 <laughs> now, but he still moves like he's 30. It's crazy. Um, But I, I was a big fan of this album. I thought it was my it was it was a total surprise for me. I actually really liked it for what it was, and that was my number five. Um, but yeah, Journey's Freedom was my number five of the year of 2022. Uh, Kyle, why don't you go next for your uh, albums, your, your, your number five album of 2022?
1: My number five is something that uh, we talked about on this channel uh, months ago when it first came out. And it's one that may get me into trouble with the the gatekeepers of the rock genre and the pop punk genre, but Machine Gun Kelly's mainstream sellout. Uh, number five, I knew you're going to say this. <laughs> so I, I just I felt it. <laughs> is it as good as tickets to my downfall was in 2020? No, definitely not. But, you know, 2022 was a year that was full of a lot of releases that were pretty mediocre, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. Um, So this record, it's way darker than the one before it. Lyrical uh, themes throughout very dark. It does come off a little bit uninspired throughout, I will admit. But overall, it's very well done. It benefits heavily from having Travis Barker as a writing partner and uh, working on, you know, song structures and things like that with them. The drums shine through the features work. Uh, very well on this one. Actually, the song maybe with Ollie Sykes from Bring Me the Horizon, kick ass song. Uh, The Lil Wayne feature on A really brings Machine Gun Kelly's rap uh, focus to the forefront of that song, and I really enjoy that. Uh, Overall, excellent album, uh, deluxe edition, brought it down a tiny bit. I'm not going to lie. There's a little unnecessary things on there. Uh, Overall, if this is the last pop punk record he does for a while i'll be satisfied i know he, the talk is that he's going to do another rap album next um but for what it's worth i really enjoyed his pop punk stuff and i think it was great for the genre to get back in the mainstream the way it did
0: yeah and, and just if you guys want to know more about what kyle and i talked about uh for that go check out our other podcast that we did for that one album. we ended up for, for like an hour so yeah just check that one out too but anyways mike number go. five
2: uh, machine gun kelly sounds like a lovely girl but anyway um, yeah uh starting off with uh number five uh now i want to preface my list as in no specific order so i don't want it to seem like i'm glorifying my number one or you know kind of uh grounding my number five because i personally felt this was a weak year for releases i found myself kind of like feeling very uh, lukewarm on a lot of the stuff that I uh I picked. Um I I'll be honest with you, 2021, you know, and this is what I'm gonna do for each one of mine. I'm actually going to list simultaneously uh a 21 uh album I loved and how, you know, 20, 2022 has kind of changed in that direction. So um to just kind of have a parent piece here. Um I for twenty twenty one I've, some of the best albums I've ever um, listened to in the last like five years came out in 2021. So um, one of the one of those albums was Omnium Gatherum's Origins. I mean, if you haven't checked it out, it's one of the best Mellow Death albums I've ever listened to. So it's um, kind of shooting to 2022 for my number five was a, one of the albums we actually listed on here. Major earworm for me, man. This thing like it just... Stuck in my head, and I almost woke up singing the songs almost, uh, you know. And, um, you know, and that's the infectious kind of um, catchiness that uh, tends to um, sit well with me on these lists versus like those artsy kind of like very, um, uh, you know, uh, let's say obscure releases. So um, that would be Ozzy's Patient number nine. I actually thought that was a great album. I, you know, it has a lot of uh, good star power on it it's just got um, and that's what makes it almost um gives it more power because it's like not just ozzy and it's just like all these it's like almost listening to a compilation album of different uh talents play music and um you could almost pit that up against a band that's just has just themselves and no one else kind of helping them out and it almost is unfair <laughs> it's almost unfair um so uh but yeah like um you know even with it all its flaws like the the vocals being kind of processed and, um, and some of the uh, kind of uh, not so organic feel to it, very um, electronic, um, I want to say digitally, you know, kind of produced, I wouldn't say electronic, but digitally um, studio uh, engineered, um, yeah. Ozzy Patient number nine was just one of those albums that I just enjoyed more than I thought. It grew on me more. And, um, you know, it, it would even say, it even beg to say, I might even tweak my rating by a 0.5, um, you know, as I began to kind of um, listen to it in my collection and, um, you know, dig it up uh, after not listening to it for months and months and months. So, yeah, Ozzy Patient number nine, that is my number five, but not number five. It's just one of my five, <laughs> so yeah.
0: One of your five, <clears throat> perfect. That's uh,
2: patient five. number five. Patient <laughs> number. <laughs> oh, Kyle, well done, man. well done. Man. Patient was, number five,
0: baby. There Be, we with go with the assist. <laughs> um. Oh my God. Um. So uh, we're up to number four now, right? Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I just, oh. just,
0: just double, triple checking for game. I'm looking at, I'm looking at my notes at the same time. Um, This might surprise some of you guys, but we, this is an album actually, we did talk about And when I listened to it, I was like, wow, this is. Actually when Mike first picked this album, I was in shock that I, cause I was, cause I was like, at first I was like, all right, well, it's a brand new album. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, you know, I haven't listened to this band since like when they're 80s stuff, whatever but actually scorpions we talked about this one the scorpions rock believer that one was so good and i i was and we we did talk about this album fully um we did a whole like, hour-long discussion about it as well check the uh check out our discussion about why we like this album and stuff like this but as a release that came out in 2022 i was in sh- I, I, I was blown away that i couldn't I, I was actually shocked that, that that a modern take on like a hard it, it was not Def Leppard's Diamond Star Halo, but it was Scorpions' Rock Believer that really just cemented that eighty sound for me. Like yes, I mean I remember some of the discussions we had. For this was like like Kyle was like you don't really go to eighties bands for like the lyrics and stuff like that, but and or Mike's pointing out like guitar riffs and stuff like that. But I remember this one specifically had so much to it, and I really. Looking back at this year, I was like, you know, this kind of really it almost underappreciated to an extent because it was just that good of a, a record, truthfully, not just as like, um not just as like one, you know, hit single or one song here or there, but as a collection of songs as an album, this was one of my, my better ones of the year, truthfully, it was one of my favorites. So uh, my number four is going to be Scorpion's Rock Believer. Um, yeah, so kind of. Huh. Sort of in shock about that one, but actually, I remember just talking about. I was like, you know what? I forgot we did that. I, I listened to it again before we did the stream, and I was like, this is actually a really just solid album. It really is. i wonder how it's gonna hold in like a year or two. So, uh, but yeah, uh, let's see. Let's go over to Kyle. Your number four for 2022.
1: My number four for 2022, along the same lines as the Machine Gun Kelly record at my number five. It's actually Avril Lavigne's latest album, Love Sucks. I will, you know, be the first to admit it is a bit cringy.
2: Uh, you know. Did you just write April Levine? Uh Um <laughs> I couldn't spell I it, me. I believe that's her less uh, successful yeah, sister who sister. out of wedlock. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the one that the court Avril Levine.
0: Roll. I'm sorry, what was the name of the album?
2: <laughs> Love sucks.
1: S-U-X, because we're we're edgy here. Uh you know, I'll, I'll be the first to admit it is cringy hearing a 38 year old woman saying <laughs> the lyrics that are on here, they sound like they're written by a teenager. But this was a huge return to form for her after her last record was very singer songwriter, just slow acoustic ballads. And honestly, it was boring. It, the songwriting structure was there on that one, but it wasn't what you go to her to listen to. And that's just what it is. This record's full of a bunch of earworms. It really gets stuck in your head. The features on this really work, except for Black Bear. 2023 resolution. People stop putting Black Bear on features. Hmm. The man should not be a featured artist. He sounds the same on everything. Uh, The Mark Hoppus feature is great. This one, however, is one again, like the Machine Gun Kelly record that didn't need a deluxe edition, but we recently got one. And I feel like that brought it down a little bit. If you listen to the deluxe edition, there I'm not gonna go back to most of those songs. But as a whole, huge return to form, a fun pop punk album. And I really love seeing the pop um genre get recognition again. You know, it started in 2020 with Tickets to My Downfall, Machine Gun Kelly blowing up. It's continued. And you know, you have smaller artists today, and it is a new wave of pop punk, but this one's very traditional um you know blink 182 early blink 182 styled pop punk and I, I love to see it uh we don't get that much anymore and very catchy record
0: awesome and i i will remember to spell it correctly next time <laughs> uh mike what is your number yes. four for 2022 it's geordie by i'm just
2: kidding what Jordy the remix by jordy.com oh uh, no um so yeah, uh, once again, my companion to 2021, um, one of my favorite albums from that that era, was uh, that era, that time, was um, The Fire Itself by Phineas, another awesome metalcore album. Just um, like Kyle was kind of saying, uh, when someone releases an album after a certain amount of time, comes out like uh, you haven't heard from them in a while, um, and you're just like surprised to see that they can still bring the, uh, you know, that fire, that, that sound, the good uh, kind of writing, it's just kind of always a shocker. Um, so, you know, to so for 2022, you know, nothing that as monumental as that album, but um, one of the albums that I've been waiting for so long, this band hadn't released an album yet since 2018. And it, that album was just one of my favorite of their entire um, discography. And basically, <laughs> I uh, sorry, GT. I had to give you a glare over there. Uh, just a discography. Discography. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> discography uh, was um, Amorphous's Halo album. Amazing, amazing uh, artwork on the front of the album. I love the whole look of it. Um, this was a this album was living in the shadow of a, a lot of expectation for me um it's all it was almost doomed to fail because i had such huge kind of like there's such huge kind of a hole to fill that it was kind of uh um you know to kind of just come back from 2018 and after all that's like you if you think about it 2018 and on everything kind of went down in the world <laughs> if you think about it it's like you know that was kind of like the the year that was just kind of like hey everybody like the world is just gonna like melt and um whatever gets put out by these artists um after is gonna be uh is gonna be tested and put through a lot of pressure so um yeah it had a lot of good songs on it in the um you know nothing amazing but uh um one of my favorite songs was the opener northwards it was just it almost sounded like it belonged on the previous album uh queen of time it was um i mean just such a fantastic album their 2018 album um yeah and uh you know it just had some good tracks on it um nothing nothing that reached into that certain kind of stratosphere as um their previous album but um it was nice hearing from a band that i just didn't think um they they usually wait about five years between albums um and so 18 19 20, 21 yeah so it was a little earlier than i expected i always expected them kind of you know just to put it out maybe uh, this upcoming year um but maybe they rushed it maybe um maybe they just kind of uh played it the way they wrote it i don't know um but yeah for me uh amorphous's halo album is definitely my the fourth pick of my five list that way <laughs> all right
0: and if you're watching us live forgive me because i misspelled that badly and i tried to recover that's okay
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i was like wait what yeah. he said amorphosis amorphosis what is going amorphosis. on amorphosis amorphosis, <laughs> amorphosis. <laughs> amorphosis. yes oh yes. my god, yes uh we're now up to our, our number three of the year and uh this might you know truthfully this might surprise some of you guys i i feel like you guys are gonna be like what was he thinking
2: <laughs> when
0: he decided to do this but truthfully i'm i'm gonna i remember listening to it for the very first time in my this is my first time listening to this band in general but i gotta tell you this, the <laughs> shine dance planet zero i mean that that um was a shocker of a good one for me i was Blown away. And for for, for those of you who are listening to us and wondering, we did talk about this record at one point on our on, on our on our streams, um, several months back when it first came out. I believe it was May, right? Was that May,
1: Kyle? Uh somewhere around there, May, June, something like that. I think.
0: Yeah, it was like the early summer time it Early came out. summer. I was taken back as because when I was going to know, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm not really expecting. You know I, i'm not sure what to expect and what i got in response and what, what i got from this album was wow this actually tr- truthfully can this was an album that me that showed not only can you enjoy an album by a band that you never heard before but enjoy an album by a band and then diversify your peak of interest and sounds even more um i was actually really <laughs> surprised about how much i enjoyed this and i went actually i didn't tell you guys this either I've gone back to this record a couple more more than a couple of times, maybe like four or five times, and just listened all the way through, um, and enjoyed the tracks more and more as time has gone on. This is, I mean, it, it's the only record I've heard by them fully. I mean, obviously because Shinedown has had plenty of other albums too, but this one to me was like into the first one I heard, and it, it was my first exposure to them and all that stuff. So I got to tell you, thank you first off for letting it, for doing that stream by the way. Thanks for that, Kyle, because it opened my eyes up. Like, oh, there's. Shine Dance planet zero who would have thought you know so i appreciate that um but yeah this was a, a, a really solid good, good record overall um i was like i said taken back uh, some of the tracks were like daylight and just it really just it, it, i felt like it was a, a record that the world needed to hear uh at the moment because I mean, we talked about it a little bit then but it was just like some of the lyrical matter was like about current it, without without being very direct it was like oh like this is what's going on it's like it's just the state of the world right now and it really it was kind of what we needed and I'm glad to shine down delivered now that fit that criteria truth man I'm really glad about that so that's that's my number three I
2: mean we should just take this moment to just thank Kyle for picking me. I mean I'm not yes. I mean like yeah, yes. I mean, we don't do this very often but let's, yeah. let's just thank oh, JT so for very often here let's just thank JT for picking that album like I know I wanted to just thank him like Oh my god! <laughs> no, I do. I, I want to thank you for choosing that. Uh, I think it, you know, that's yeah, awesome. I,
0: I was in yeah. shock, man. Because no, because as someone who like I, I never heard of Shine Down yeah, until JT, you said, "Let's gotta, do that." Uh,
1: you got to go back and listen to their other records now, too. Yes, start, yes. I start with do. Sound of Madness and then work your way around from there
0: yes absolutely and, and i i know they were just on tour as well like not like big big places but they were just on tour at a
2: couple places locally who did they tour with again i forget who it
1: was. uh this tour was they've been touring with asking alexandria quite a bit but i don't mm. think they did on this Sorry. tour mm-hmm. uh i know they did one with they did one tour jelly roll recently Okay, <clears throat> i don't know who is on the other legs of that tour right right, right. Hmm.
0: Yeah, because I, I, I remember looking around, I was like, oh, who, it was Jelly Roll and someone, I'm not sure who this is right here, John Harvey, John Harvey, I'm not sure who that mm. is. whatever, but uh, but yeah, Shinedown's Planet Zero was taking me by surprise, I, I, I wasn't sure what to expect, and I put it on, I was like, this is pretty good, I should, why, why didn't I listen to this before, you know, <laughs> so, it only opened, opened my eyes, Kyle, yes, 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 there we go. <laughs> um, okay. All righty, so that's my number three. Let's go over to Kyle's number three. Kyle, what is your
1: right. number Kyle. three? My number three album is one that we also covered on the channel. It is Shinedown's Planet Zero. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I kid you not, it is Shinedown's Planet Zero.
2: That's great.
1: Uh, For me, Shinedown's a band. I've been a huge fan. Uh, Sound of Madness is what got me into them years ago. Been a massive fan since. They're a band that never lets me down with their albums. Even if one is not as good as the others, it's always a solid album. This one is up there with their best work. Uh, I completely agree with you, JT. It, I wouldn't say it surprised me this year because I had a feeling it was going to be good, especially after Planet Zero is the lead single off of it. And uh, right. you know the follow-up singles were great. So I had high expectations going into it and it met them, and if not exceeded them, it was great to see uh, excellent guitar work on this, which I feel like we hadn't seen in the past two records before this one. Uh, More of a stripped down sound other than the interludes, which to be honest with you, the interludes were one of the few things keeping this from going higher up on my list. You know, I, I love like, concept albums and i think this does a great job uh like jt had mentioned it does a fantastic job at just kind of being a a very here and now here's what's going on in the world here's how everyone's kind of feeling i think it sums that up very nicely and you can look at it from you know speaking from america here you can look at it from either side right left however you want to look at it i think you can pull something out of it which is something that A lot of music that tries to go into that political territory kind of loses it very much comes off as one side or the other this doesn't really come off that way it's more just kind of frustrations with what's going on i completely get it i love it uh lyrically it's great there's just those interludes bring it down ever so slightly for me there's too many of them they're interspersed too often throughout and there's maybe like one song that i don't come back to very often other than that, uh, I was actually just listening to this record the other day. Love it. It has held up throughout the month since its release. And uh I hope that their next one's as good as this whenever that comes to be.
0: Hell yeah, my guy. Preach it. Preach it. Woo! Mike, Woo! big question. All man. right.
2: Is yeah.
0: this your number three as well?
2: <laughs> my number three is Planet Zero. No. <laughs> not playing zero. Sorry, folks. Sorry to set you guys up with like uh, that. But false start. The oh, uh, false it. start yellow uh, play. Penalty. Uh you know, yeah, absolutely. Uh no, but I guess I will get a uh a repeat out of the way now because my three, but not third in rank, but a a third pick uh is uh is um the scorpion's rock believer yeah I actually um agree completely with um JT on this that it was such a shock to me that um a band who's been out for so long and kind of seems like they've there's no more gas in the tank you know um uh <laughs> that's the first song of the album if anyone wants to uh, check that out <laughs> um sure. uh, but uh yeah no but, um it just had a you know what and what I loved about this album is its change of gear. You know, it kind of went into like the cheesy kind of like um, 80s uh, sound. It kind of changed off to a new kind of darker sound with um, The Shining of Your Soul kind of had that, uh, you know, and like um, it just kind of like changed a lot of gears. It didn't bore you. It didn't do the same thing over and over again. And if anybody knows me, you guys, I've always talked to you about this. It's I love an album that knows how to to um, not overdo itself. Like, like it's the most frustrating thing when we talk about genres in music, because um, uh, to many people, a genre is literally a box. It's like, okay, you are in this box and you can't get out. You're a rock band, so like you can't do anything that has a pop sound to it or like electronic sound to it. You, or if you do an electronic sound, you're automatically industrial or you're automatically this or that. Like the bands that do everything well, are the ones that are frust- frustrate those people who want to put them into a genre because um they don't know how to comprehend uh a songwriter who refuses to just do the same thing over and over and over again and and an overstay is welcome and i think that's ultimately where um, music kind of sits in a in a uh in a like music by numbers it's just you know this is the way it's going to be or music that's just free to uh do what it wants and refuse to be um kind of pigeonholed into a certain sound so um yeah like obviously killer uh track rock believer i mean that was great one um you know even the ballad at the end when you know where you uh, where you came from like that's was great it had some uh you know a little bit of a it kind of hit a lull in in some of the tracks at the end there and uh but i mean the first opening you know tracks were just it was just great to see a band like the scorpions you know just basically like uh freaking just rock again and just uh i can't wait to hear what's next and i think that's ultimately um it's exciting to know that even in 2022 when it seems like music is failing you or it's um putting out less um successful tracks and we're gravitating towards this uh you know like releasing one song at a time and um people not even putting albums out in the same room it's like yeah write something and and send it to me and we'll all play along with it it's like that's so impersonal and it lacks that kind of like relationship you need in music and uh um, we need more we need more people in the same room writing music together uh you know not doing this digital thing but like you know yeah like uh continuing to um to get out of the box and uh write good albums so yeah scorpions uh rock believer i'm a believer
0: but, but then you saw her face right
2: <laughs> and i saw her face and i was a believer exactly <laughs> name the artist name the artist the Smash <laughs> mouth. What's going Smash on? Mouth. or or it could be neil diamond ooh now it's yeah, it's it's match. Oh, my match match. No, that's that's right. right
0: oh my god anyways all right so it's my surprise you guys again my might be my might be surprise measure but we already talked about it but i am blown away by it, it might be an understatement but <laughs> I, I was like in shock because there you go in there <laughs> there we go in 2020 uh he released his most recent album and, and I will say that it going going off of that, like all right, he's he's getting old, whatever, right? But the fact that he released that album back in 2020, and then he released patient number nine. Oh. Ozzy Osbourne's patient number nine was in shock. And again, we talked about this one too, not in video, sorry. But patient number nine was look, I, I full disclosure, I'm not a big Ozzy guy. I like him. I like you know Black Sabbath, and I enjoy some of his solo work. But outside of that, I'm not the biggest fan. This one, an ordinary man. This album, an ordinary man. Where I was in shock. I was like, wow, he can actually do a duet with Elton John, and kill it. And then he can do a song with Eric Clapton and kill that too. I was like, how much more versatile can you be so uh, late, much later in your career? And this just proves that you can do it this well in today's day and age in 2022 and i i page number nine by ozzy osborne showed that to me i i like I, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not a big ozzy guy i mean i, I like black sabbath i like you know like i said, solo work and stuff like that but outside of that i wasn't really aware of a lot of stuff i wasn't sure what he, what he was doing in the 90s you know what i mean but like this album was great a lot of the features on it i actually really liked a lot I know that um, Mike McCready from Pearl Jam is on there, Eric Clapton's on there, Jeff Beck is on there. A lot of really good, good a lot of really great guitarists are on there too. So it uh, just blew me away. Blew me away, truthfully. This is my number two. I don't want to go two hundred two because I know someone else already talked about it. But um, but this is it, it was Mike. That's right. It was
2: totally
0: <laughs> Mike. Mike talked about Ozzy Osbourne's "Patient Number nine. And yeah, Ooh. if you want to get to know more of what we talked about on this on this um album, we did discuss it on our channel and on our podcast as well. So check it out there as well. We did a whole like hour long discussion about why this album is great. You should check it out no matter what. But yeah, so Ozzy Osmore patient number nine is my number two. Kyle it looks like he's ready to say something so powerful. What do you got, huh? All right, Kyle, let's go. Now we no pressure.
1: No, no, no pressure. Um my, my number two is actually number. one for me that was actually didn't hit me as hard when it first came out earlier in the year, um, but throughout the course of the year, built its way up there until mm-hmm. recently. I was like, "Oh, this uh, this album is incredible, front to back." It's Motionless in White's uh, scoring the end of the world. It is from start to finish, uh, fantastic. I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Motionless and White record. I think that still belongs to their previous album, Disguise, but this one has a maturity to it that the band has brought i think that they learned from some of the tracks on uh the previous album disguise a little more emotional um they kind of carried that through from the last record too uh the song slaughterhouse featuring uh brian from knocked loose nuts that song is the heaviest thing they've done in a while uh it brings that energy back the songs that they use, like the cyber hex where they bring in like some electronic elements, it's fantastic. Uh, Chris Motionless sounds great, really, though. I don't know why it didn't connect with me at first. It took me a while to connect with this one. Maybe I just wasn't in a metalcore mood when it came out. But the past couple months, I've just been jamming this album nonstop. I never get sick of it. Masterpiece is it's a masterpiece. It's, uh, so... it's a great song. Gotta gotta be corny like oh, that. Gosh. Oh, and, the, you know, Live, I recently saw them on uh, the Trinity of Territory. They're on currently, and they killed it. These songs translate so well live, and yeah, it's it was so close to being number one. There's just a couple things in there, like there's they're one of the few bands I will say that can do sequel songs and do them well. Most bands, when they put out a part two to a song or a sequel to a song, it's cringy. It's bad. They've done it many times now. This one was one of the only ones I don't think they've succeeded at. It was burned at both ends, too. It took such a good song from their second record. And I don't think it's like a worthy successor to it. And uh, that's really it. Everything else I thought absolutely killed it on this record uh werewolf was an interesting single choice uh it's more kind of has like an 80s inspired synth going on very cool though great music video all around really great era for the band they're bigger now than they have been in their entire career so love to see it and again can't wait to see what they do next from here uh at this point i'm seeing all these pictures the
2: and just you all these pictures make it reminds me uh there's a new beetlejuice movie coming out so there everyone sure look, is everyone should look forward to that you know my sister's gonna Fine, be very happy you is. picked this kyle she's gonna be very happy i'm gonna have to um link her the review so she can listen listen to you talk about it because she's probably just thrilled that you you uh mentioned motionless white so hey i've Christy, been, a fan. been a
1: fan since their first first record been with them all the way since then their death days and you know, love it i love what they became i think their new stuff is even better than it was back then a lot of that early stuff didn't hold up as well but i think this will continue to as the years go by uh awesome. sign of life is a song i that should be a single really want to highlight that one that is one of the best ones on here nice mike right, tell
0: me I'm this is your number no, i'm just kidding what do you got <laughs>
2: uh yeah Patient number nine again, no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, Yeah, so (laughs) um, I forgot to mention my uh, um, uh, previous uh, last year's uh, mention. Um, So I'll mention uh, uh, Trivium's in the Court of the Dragon, uh, another amazing album uh, and kind of coming into 2022. um, We all reviewed this album and this was another, I mean, other, a lot of bands who, like i was really looking forward to i've been listening to for so long um released albums in this year and they weren't the greatest albums but they were from that band which was um to not to see a band not just like break up uh is you know and still be a band in today's kind of uh tough climate with um the way music is and how hard it is to make money in it but um stradivarius has survived um it it was an album that uh definitely um played on a very uh kind of had a similar tone to it um it a lot of uh some of the songs sound the same um but as I began to like kind of uh listen to some of the um this is one of those rare cases where uh three really great songs can um be worth a mention of an album because the rest of them uh just kind of build uh The stage for them versus like every album every song kind of having its own individual, um, you know, like identity, it really it really makes uh, a a three songs on that um, stand out and um, like, let me do my own pickup here i'm just googling the track listing and all that but um. uh, Actually, they don't have one on there that's right, I think we ran into that problem before um but yeah like it just it had a bunch of songs on it that just really uh just kind of stuck with me um and for me it's it's a tough album for a band who um you know has so so much to live up, yeah you know so much to live up to with all of the different albums that i've kind of like grew up listening to and and absolutely loved this album was an absolute uh um it was an absolute kind of just staying piece that it could kind of continue to bring the production and the skill and the guitar and the songwriting um could have been a little bit better but overall still the sound is there still bringing that energy um yeah so uh for me yeah Stradiberry survived that um definitely uh warming up as I begin to listen to it um and then the yeah like the songs I was talking about I'm gonna use your list here um I think uh uh we are not alone frozen in time i definitely uh, uh warmed up to huh frozen in time why do i keep doing that damn it um and then world <laughs> on fire <laughs> um and then uh yeah i mean uh the, the just the ending of it the last four songs glory days um you know break away and then that amazing amazing like uh song at the end Or just uh was it the voice of thunder it literally just Pro- proves that that band can pull off real long songs where it just has movements it starts off um you know quiet then it starts to build momentum and then it's got this just like they do some real symphonic stuff in this album with the choir uh and the, like kind of very epic sound to it stradavarius has always been a band who um just kind of brings that epic power metal, uh, modern metal fusion, where they just, like I was telling people, they don't, um, these more, these albums in the last five years have not sold out to just doing power metal. Um, Previous um, efforts were mostly power metal, but these um, current uh, last five albums um, have been a much more blend of modern metal, power metal. And yeah, so, Gredivarius's Survive is my next pick.
0: Alrighty. Awesome. I forgot we did that one earlier this year, too. I forgot we uh, reviewed that, too. Um, yeah. All right. Is, is this it? If we come down to our number one?
2: Well, you guy's number one. My next pick. <laughs>
0: oh, well, <laughs> we tried. I know.
2: I, know,
1: I know. Before we do our number ones, I, I do just want to shout out a couple honorable mentions here that were close Could. to making my list but didn't. The first one being Hollywood Undead's Hotel California. Great record, Return to Form after a pretty rough double album that they put out. Um, Other one, completely agree with you guys. Patient number nine, Ozzy. I mean, at the point, I just read an article today that he says he can hardly even walk right now. So the fact that he put out an album that, incredible. Well done. Uh, Third one, State Champs, Kings of the New Age fantastic record as well uh it's a nice pop punk throwback sound to it uh some some of my top tracks of the year are on here others are just kind of generic pop punk very enjoyable to listen um and then the last thing i want to shout out is it's not out in its entirety yet but the uh the seasons project by weezer
0: <laughs> that's right
1: amazing ep slash album however you want to look at it the first day of every season you know spring some questionable things going on there but very much weezer (laughs) summer nice and fun record and then autumn was very good as well production wise was the best of the three looking forward to winter coming out very soon first single from it uh great even fantano loved it uh he plays one of the best i think of the week in his latest video and he was very critical of the other records here. So I'm uh, very much looking forward to that one. Want to spotlight that since it's not really a album. But if it was, it probably would have made my list. So with that, JT, you want to go with the number one? Oh, man. <laughs> Do Thank we have to? <laughs> That's it, man, gotta, no pressure,
0: got right? No pressure. Um, All right. So this was a. This album that I'm going to bring up was a. Shocker for me, truth. I actually liked it so much. I saw them on tour, and that's something that not that doesn't always happen for me. Like like if, if I hear a new release, it's not, I, I'd rather go see the artist for the artist and not just to hear the new material. Like 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 I mentioned Journey. I mean, I'm sure they're gonna play some songs from their new album. Not not all of them, but like some of them um from their new album live whenever they tour next year. Right. Um. But for this one. I saw them they were touring, and I heard and I heard the album because the album came out in February or March, I believe, and I was in shock. I, I was like mentally unstable for a little while, <laughs> truthfully, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it 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 really just shocked my, it blew my mind, and I can't remember how to talk about it, but I because I saw them at Jones Beach. But uh, in on Long Island. Uh, but this is Tears for Fears, the '80s new wave band. This is my number one because they released an album called The Tipping Point. This album, and I talked about this album once before on our channel as well, uh, I, I, on our other show. But this album, to me, was not only was it universally acclaimed by critics and stuff like that. This was this was their first album in tw- like eighteen or nineteen years too. Yes. Truthfully, I was, no, normally you'd be like, all right, well, a band doesn't do it. The band doesn't do it that long. Uh, A band doesn't like, you know, they they haven't put out, they've just toured a lot, they haven't put out new material whatever. I, in shock, this album made me want to go see them live. And I did, I saw them on their last date of their North American tour of this year. And I was, they played a lot of, they played a lot of the material live as well. I'm not one of these people like, hmm. I want to go see Shine Down to hear a lot of Planet Zero songs, or you know, not that I would or I wouldn't, but what you see my point though. You don't go to see older artists or, I guess, classic rocker older artists like that to hear new material. But this is when I really want to hear the new material live, and I heard it live, and I was like, they played. There's I think nine songs on the record. They might have played seven or eight of them live outside of everybody wants to rule the world outside of shout you know, outside of their big 80s hits and whatnot they did play a lot of really good material off this album live and i was like and it came over live well too this is this was the surprise number this is my number one yes but it was also my a surprise album too i was like tears for fears those 80s guys give me a break they're old there's no way they're gonna no but it really i was in shock I truth I truthfully I truly was I was taken back by how amazing this was and I went with a friend of mine to see them that night it was his first time at Jones Beach as well and and I was he he was like wow first off he had never been to the venue either which it was which if you if 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 anyone's ever in New York that's listening to us go to Jones Beach for a concert it's a great time but uh this one was a shocker for me. I mean the the songs were the songwriting was great, the material was great. It was just just great songs overall. Blown away by it. I mean it just a modern take showing that rock and older artists can put out a brand new album that is just that solid and just that sonically good. I was blown away by this just like this is my number 1 for the year of 2022. Um, I mean yeah, i know crazy words right there You're like i we, we didn't talk about it on our show career retrospectives because that that's sh- our show we, we were doing other stuff at the time but i this oh, i was under my radar completely i didn't i didn't stream it i probably streamed it like 20 times i i was in shock about how much i liked this album uh as my number one of 2022 i was i, I even i'm surprised by this choice mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like what you know but uh, no, but this is my number one of their tears fears the tipping point it des- It deserved all the recognition it gets. It deserves all of the stuff uh, that it got. And that is my number one for the year. Kyle, <laughs> you're number one of the year. <laughs> Nick, no pressure. You got this. No pressure.
1: Yeah. So my number one was probably the biggest surprise to me yeah. that it made it anywhere near the top, let alone <laughs> being number one um And JT, I know you try to keep language on this uh channel pretty PG, but I physically—I think I know where you're going with this. But go on, I know um, you're going, um, going with this. My number one is actually Demi Lovato's uh latest rock album. Holy fuck! Just say it. Just
0: you could. I, you, I it's really you know, know. she. You already said it. <laughs> I already said it, JT. It's done. Uh, <laughs> it's done. It's <laughs>
1: when she announced that she going to be doing a rock record i just anticipated well this is going to be another machine gun kelly or any of those other new wave of pop punk artists she's going to just start doing pop rock pop punk that's not what we got this is actually a legitimate rock record yes there is some pop punk on it there's also some things that borderline that hit borderline hard rock down to sometimes a bit of a metal uh, aesthetic and sound to it. And I was impressed, completely blown away Uh, throughout the entire thing. There's not a low point on the album. There's a, a couple of great ballads, very emotional songs on it as well. And the songs that hit hard, really hit hard. Again, she didn't much like the other Uh, albums on here that I mentioned that had features that worked well. Every feature on this worked very well, even artists that I don't like. They all worked very well. Um, First song is a feature from Youngblood. I do think he's the. Probably the only downfall of the song, but even he doesn't sound bad. It's still a pretty decent feature. The there's a feature toward the end. One of my favorite songs, actually, it's called Help Me Features dead Sarah (laughs) really good feature never heard of them before went back listened to them not a fan of their original stuff uh, which is fine Royal and the serpent also features on one of the tracks the uh, just the variety of sounds throughout the record and the just amount of care that went into it that you could tell and like passion I was blown away her vocals are incredible you know back when she first started she did do like pop rock before she went completely pop but it was never like this this is actual hard rock it has really grew like some of the songs have really like groovy elements to it very earwormy and very passionate uh, i hope she continues like this i have a feeling she will i don't really see her doing much of the pop stuff anymore if we're gonna be honest. And this is coming from someone that was a fan of some of her pop singles. Uh she was never an album artist for me. But you know, I always enjoyed her songs for the most part. But this one, it it really surprised me. If you told me at the beginning of the year that this would have been my top, I would have been like, no, there's no way. But here we are. I can't get enough of it. I come back to it constantly, whether it's the whole record, just putting on a song here or there, it's really blew me away. 100% number 1.
0: Oh. Damn. Mike, how are you going to follow that up?
2: I I can't follow. I mean there she is in all her Demi Lovato glory. I mean I just I just can <laughs> I, can't. Uh, I got, I'm I can't separating follow. the uh the art from the artist on this one. The art, the art. <laughs> yeah, like I uh, I got to be honest on, on that.
1: The past couple of years she's been pretty insufferable if we're going to be honest. I <laughs> trying to stay relevant, but uh
2: that's neither here nor there incredible I love, um, that, I love that word by the way inseparable it's well well said, God, well said. Inseparable. <laughs> um for me uh my number one uh, <laughs> yeah, album. <laughs> my I'm number sorry. one uh album <laughs> it's not my number one album but it's my a pick on my fifth of my list is uh Alter Bridge's Pawns and Kings um so Ooh. this is a <laughs> that's right fucking <laughs> <coil>. um <woo. laughs> so uh what is this, it was
0: altar bridges what I'm sorry
2: uh pawns and Kings yeah
0: okay hold on
2: thank so, you so this actually was an interesting album in that so their last uh couple albums I actually wasn't huge on um I actually kind of fell off and uh you know the last hero was okay walk the sky was you know just kind of not really there for me so i was kind of losing hope in uh them returning to the form. because uh fortress their 2013 album uh Bridge 3 their 2010 album blackbird uh one Day, day remains those albums are fantastic they're literally from top to bottom like uh rarely any bad songs on any of them so to have two albums in a row kind of just underperform i just didn't have a ton of um you know hope for bonds and kings but when i first saw that album cover it punched me in the face i was like did this band just turn into like a like a death metal band or like a you know like a, some kind of a like i was just shocked i was just like whoa like it just that didn't look like their their uh kind of um you know style so uh, and this band, I actually, for the first time, I'm actually going to go see them in Red uh, live in February. I'm super excited. So yeah, Mike's
0: going to a concert.
2: I know, man. I'm gonna pop that concert. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But uh. Yeah. Like I basically am super excited to see. So coming into this album i just didn't know what to expect and man it was definitely it started out like i swear to god it started out like a like a very epic kind of like just like power metal slash like hard just metal kind of style like it had like um it just didn't sound like their usual kind of stuff and um yeah like so basically uh I just really dig this album. Um, the first song, uh, This Is War, that's the that's just it brings that kind of power. And then, um, I mean, it's got some real good choruses on it. It's kind of front loaded. Once you reach uh, um, Holiday, uh, which I swear to God, the very beginning sounds like they may slightly be playing Green Day's hol- uh, Holiday. I swear to God, I don't know how this is possible, but I swear, like, maybe i just like hallucinated it or just like yeah, so uh,
1: it could be a good sampling there you go
2: yeah like yeah. Just, i swear to god it's almost like the guitarist kind of just jokingly plays it in the background a little bit and then it just like fades away into the song but um yeah like uh it was after that point I, you know i didn't have a strong uh finish um to the album uh definitely not their uh you know greatest album by all means but it for sure uh kind of definitely uh brought that kind of uh power the riffing oh my god like some of the riffs and that that freaking tremonti guy is just the man uh at you know like i just never didn't expect a guy who used to play in creed to just play as well as he did um i mean and miles kennedy who can't love the godly angelic voice brought from above as miles kennedy i yeah. mean who
1: who could ever who not? Who
2: can't end this stream right now? Starts with K, ends with Isle. Um, uh, wouldn't love Miles Kennedy. What a monster. <laughs> what a monster. Holy K fuck. To K to the aisle. Uh, Kyle's, <laughs> you know Menody. <laughs> <Old> <laughs> Kyle's
1: Menody. over there.
2: Yeah, Kyle's menity over there. Yeah, so, no, it's it just, I mean, this, it's brought me back hope. That they'll continue in the uh, kind of direction of a of a riff heavy kind of rocking kind of you know experimental like who knows this could be their kind of pathway into like more like uh, a harder metal like um you know it just seems like they're kind of uh, um, blending it very slowly you know nothing too crazy so yeah for me Alter Bridge Pawns and Kings send it wow there you go. talk where about it in- where am I sending it. I don't know. Kyle, I didn't say it in any hope that I knew what it was going to, you know, do. I just did it. All right. I don't I don't think before this stuff, all right? Damn it. No,
0: I don't think either, but that's okay. It's, probably, it's part it's part of yeah. part of my lifestyle, whatever. Thinkings
2: you know? for losers, all
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thinkings for <are> losers, <laughs> <people>. <laughs> Yeah,
2: losers. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. oh, gone... It's completely shot.
0: Uh, (laughs) our 2023 (laughs) is done we're all done
2: Uh, (laughs) oh god Uh, well
0: anyways that's gonna do it for our top five best albums of 2022. next week's gonna be a total total blast because we're gonna talk about the top five worst albums of 2022. Uh, it. next week for our last episode of Careers Respect us for the Year. I mean, it's it, hard to believe we're already coming close to the end here. My God, what's going on? Yeah, you know?
2: absolutely. Yes. Yeah,
0: there, 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 there's been plenty of shit all <laughs> the way through. That's and, it. uh, but yeah, so we want to thank you all for watching, listening, however, you enjoyed us. And, and uh, if you haven't already subscribed to us on youtube follow us on our social media account simply at the superview show and you can uh like comment subscribe whatever you gotta do thank you so much for watching listening however you enjoyed us for, for all of us here for careers perspectives, st- stay safe take care we'll see you guys next week